If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2605. Today in a What to Watch Now segment, I'm talking about The High Republic Show, episode 4. And we'll cover five highlights from that show and also talk about how it's going to influence what's to come here on Star Wars 7x7. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, episode 4 of the High Republic show, it's an every other month show, lasts about a half hour if you haven't checked any of them out yet, and the host Christina Ariel is terrific and is having a lot of fun with it. I have to say, like, looking at the end credits of the thing, it says that it's written by Scott Bromley and he is a hysterical writer to begin with and a hysterical performer, and did a lot of work on the Star Wars show way back when it was being hosted by Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni, like that particular show. And yeah, great fun. But I have to say, I feel like (laughs) there is an uncredited situation happening here because Christina is bringing her personality to it. And I'm sure she's ad-libbing stuff in the show performance and the little interstitial things that they do, which is great fun. So yeah, there you go. (laughs) That's not one of the top five things I was going to cover on the episode, but I just wanted to take a moment to flag that because, you know, her fun and her enjoyment of this is infectious. So what to talk about from this episode? I'll start off by, (laughs) since I just flagged an uncredited thing, I'll talk about something that didn't appear in the episode, even though it potentially could have, and that was the leveler. So the crazy thing that appeared at the end of the rising storm by Kevin Scott that laid waste to the Jedi, basically that thing was not depicted in the animation that they did at the beginning of the episode. So all of these high Republic show episodes have a rundown of storytelling in the high Republic that's happened since the previous episode of the show. And since the previous episode came out in May, it was our first opportunity to hear a rundown where the leveler could have been depicted, but no. Mentioned, yes. Depicted, no. So unfortunately, we have not learned anything new about the leveler or about the artifact that Markeon Rowe used to call the leveler and control it. And I like flagging these omission things because, you know, it's interesting to see what they decide to reveal to us, but it's kind of just as interesting to see what they decide to hold back on. And they're really holding back on the leveler and playing their cards close to the vest. And it does give you the idea that they're going to wait until, you know, wave three, the final wave of phase one to really make it clear how bad this thing is and what it is and, you know, for us to learn more about it. Now, the second thing I want to flag is something that does, you know, appear in the High Republic, but is also really more of a a real-world situation, and that's the fact that baking seems to be a thing, a little thing within the High Republic that is crossing between real-world and storytelling. So, it turns out, just according to an aside in the conversation that Christina has with all the High Republic authors, that 
the baking stuff that Daniel Jose Older was doing in the High Republic Adventures where, you know, they're making these little sweet treats. Well, there is a real world parallel to this where Claudia Gray, I guess, lives within a close enough distance to Daniel Jose Older where he has actually gotten stuff from Claudia. Although Claudia says that Justina is actually the more accomplished baker of the group of them, but just doesn't live in the same proximity situation. So just, I really think it's funny that some of these side conversations, if you will, like baking doesn't have anything to do with the High Republic storytelling situation, but the fact that these authors have gotten to know each other so well and spent so much time together that naturally stuff like this comes up and it's finding its way into storytelling in interesting ways. So I just, I thought that was particularly cool. The third thing I want to flag is that we got a bit of a focus on Tempest Runner in there, which is the audio drama, the audiobook original coming out at the end of this month. And we got to see Nick Martorelli, who's been a regular guest on the podcast here, talking about the opportunity to do these sort of full cast audio drama situations and how awesome it is and how awesome it is to bring in multiple voices from Star Wars narration. But we didn't necessarily learn anything particularly new about Tempest Runner. He talked about it a little bit, but it very much aligns with what the publisher's summary is. He did just mention that we're going to get an idea of what kind of person becomes a Tempest Runner, and that is a little bit new. But because of the fact that I don't think we talked about it, I thought I'd take a moment and give you what the summary is of Tempest Runner. If you haven't heard it yet, it says, you know, the, I'm, and I cut off the first part, which is just, you know, general framing stuff. After the defeat of her crew, Lorna D, who's one of the three Tempest Runners under Mark Anro, falls into the hands of the Jedi, but not before she hides her identity, becoming just another Nile convict. Her captors fail to understand the beast they have cornered. Just like every fool she's ever buried, their first mistake was keeping her alive. Lorna is determined to make underestimating her their last. Locked onto a Republic correctional ship, she's dragged across the galaxy to repair the very damage she and her fellow Tempest Runners inflicted on it. But as Lorna plans her glorious escape, she makes alliances that grow dangerously close to friendships. Outside the Nile, separated from her infamous ship, her terrifying arsenal, and her feared name, Lorna must carve her own path. But will it lead to redemption? or will she emerge as a deadlier threat than ever before? Personally, I'm gonna go with deadlier threat than ever before. I mean, that personally seems to me like the way it's gonna go. <laughs> and I did check, and unlike the Marquion Row story that Charles Sewell is working on for release next year, this one does not appear to be an origin story, although, you know, we might learn more about Lorna D's origins, but this story looks to be taking place concurrently with the events of Wave 2 of the High Republic Initiative. The fourth thing I want to flag for you is that there are animations, and those are probably available on Star Wars' YouTube channel just in general as standalone videos, but they integrate them into the video for the High Republic as well, and it is videos about Wayseekers and about how their you know, whole loyalty is to the calling of the Force and just doing whatever it is that the Force seems to be indicating for them and that they have the opportunity to do this because of the peace and prosperity of the Republic now that, you know, they can go on sabbaticals like this. And also the video about the Jedi High Council. So one of the things that's been kind of interesting to see in the 
in the stories is the High Council and its makeup and how it changes. And it's actually been changing a lot because of the events of these first two waves of the Higher Public Storytelling Initiative, partly because of deaths, actually, and also partly because of sabbaticals. So Grandmaster Yoda has gone off on his own, and so there is a new Jedi on the Council in his place. Not necessarily a Grandmaster, but they are seeming to maintain three grandmasters on the council at this time which is comparatively unusual but not unheard of in the prequel era it's just one grandmaster who's leaving the jedi council but yeah three seems to be the thing in the higher public era and we find out in the rising storm that rana kant is a jedi master who dies sometime between the events of light of the jedi and the rising storm and stellan geos who was Rana's um, Panawan apprentice, excuse me, um, is the person who ends up taking Rana's place on the Jedi Council. And because of Yoda's departure, that brings us down to two grandmasters. Well, they apparently made sure that they got a third one back on there. So Jorah Mali is a Jedi who was on the Jedi Council and was killed during the Battle of Kerr in Light of the Jedi. And the Jedi Master who replaces Jorah is a Grandmaster. That character's name is Riki Saka and not to be confused with the San Tekas. Yeah, no relation, spelling's different. So yeah, just so you know, but very cool to see the you know whole Jedi Council laid out in the animation situation inside the High Republic show. That yeah, I, I particularly enjoyed that. And the last thing I want to flag is that the exclusive reveal section usually does some pretty amazing stuff in the High Republic show. This time I would say, you know, there's still cool stuff, but there's nothing especially big, probably because of the fact that that episode of the High Republic show was recorded not long after the panel that they did for San Diego Comic-Con. And so they had all the big reveals for that. This time, the exclusive reveals were pretty much limited to artwork. And so, you know, one of those things was the concept art for Porter Engel, the Blade of Bardada being released, and, you know, he looks fun. And then a lot of artwork for Star Wars comics, both for Marvel's Star, um, High Republic thing and for IDW's High Republic Adventures thing. So, yeah, that happened as well. And the thing I mentioned at the top about how the High Republic show this time around is going to inform future episodes of Star Wars 7x7 is the fact that there's a question in the continuation of the panel discussion that Christina Ariel asked of the Star Wars High Republic authors and that has to do with who we as readers should keep an eye on. In other words, characters that have been introduced previously or situations that happened in previous storytelling that we might want to have a second look at or pay a little closer attention to because they're going to factor into future storytelling. And so I've made notes and we'll follow up on some of that stuff in future episodes. But for now, that's going to do it for this episode. And I will link to the High Republic show in the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com and in the show notes as well. So you can check it out if you haven't done so already. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Star Wars 7x7 as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts.